Funky again. Yes, it's a lot more funky than So much more funky. 45 points of funky. (laughs) (sighs) Feels a lot better this week. Feels so much better. Jeez. (laughs) It's it's a new day. We faded out. It's a new day. Yes, it is. (laughs) Welcome. Greetings and salutations, everybody. It's the Friday show of Modern Day Gladiators. It's myself, Michael Shibley, your humble host, and of course, Mr. Too Hot for TV, Trey Pack, yes. is here. <laughs> Look, Too Hot for TV. That's my favorite. <laughs> Don't that, no list of nicknames for the next half. We'll oh, go yeah. around. Oh, yeah. We, I like we got that some one. We've got some winners in there. Yeah. Stay, my... stay, tuned for, stay tuned to Half. Oh, absolutely. we got to do that during Christmas again, like we did last time. That exactly. was Those were good times. Those oh, were yeah. good times, good times. But, uh, you know, one of the good things, Trey, about everything that happened, of course, this week, we just mentioned it. Just a little bit, but Tennessee won a game. Yes. Yes, they did. They won handedly. Yes. Mm. I had to go hack with this. I'm sorry. It's fine. (laughs) I can can see Chandler's running in the end zone. I don't okay, care if we, it was Chattanooga. We're back. We're we back. won. Back in the winner's circle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was it was good to be there and watch Tennessee win a damn football game. Oh, yeah. I was there in person, which which was nice. Uh, again, the atmosphere really for who was there was great. Mm, of um, course. I mean, again, the things that I was happy to see is, well, first of all, this is pretty much how Tennessee should have taken care of Georgia State in the first place, exactly. scoring three touchdowns in seven minutes yeah. and just being up on them the whole time. Mm-hmm. But, of course, that didn't happen, but that's okay because now they're back and they're ready. Pitched the shutout. They pitched a shutout, pitched the shutout, which was great. That was, that was big. Yes, if anybody who follows us, of course, on the Modern Day Gladiators Facebook page, we mm-hmm. saw that I said 45 to 10. I got half you of it right. Close. I was very, very close. And I, I said 28-20, yeah. so I was not, not so close. I did not... Have nearly as much faith. That's but. okay. But, I mean, as long as they – the defense showed up, which I thought was really good, yep. forcing five turnovers. If they didn't force a couple of those turnovers, I think they could have made those ten points. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So – but, hey, I, I will take it. They, they covered. They, if you took the over, you were good. Yeah. But the, the thing, too, when you look at everything, though – it still showed that even though they came into the game 0-2 and it's a noon kickoff against an FCS opponent that, yes, you can beat if you just sleepwalk through it. Of course, we thought that with Georgia State, but that's beside the point. Yep. They still showed that they cared. Yes. Exactly. Which was really good to see going into this week. Of course, we'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute, yep. but it's Gator Week. So mm. it showed that these guys are ready to go out there and take on the Florida Gators and yep. at least make an attempt and at least hopefully it's, not embarrass themselves like it was looking like. It's so odd to think that like going into Chattanooga, Chattanooga was a must-win game. That it that's just so foreign. Yeah, to, oh, to God, even yeah. like because I mean I, I'm sitting at work and just like yeah we may like, we have a possibility of losing this you know what I mean this which is just so foreign to even consider. To think, oh yeah, we have to beat this 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 D two school. Like we have to beat them. The that was that was nuts, but it it was good to see the way Tennessee came out. I mean, yep. the the Chai Chandler set the tone early with a sixty yard kickoff return. 
Garantano almost threw it away on the first play by... <laughs> Again, you're playing an SEC secondary that's probably picked off. Uh, it is picked off, 100%. But then they just ran the ball the next, and Chandler gets into the end zone. Then special teams with the block punt, yeah. Tyler Bird. Coming after him for a, once. And again, Tyler Bird, a guy who didn't really pan out when you talk about in the grand scheme of oh, things. Yeah, with following coming in, yeah. But showing he still cares yep. and making an impact on special teams. They got the touchdown. And they got right they, again the interception by Nigel Warrior. Yeah. I was bummed out because if he hadn't stepped out of bounds and turned it into a pick six, everybody with a ticket would have gotten a free Chick Fil A sandwich, oh. which really bummed me out because my Mrs. Shibbles and I eat uh, eat Chick Fil A a I had lot. Chick Fil A so, today. <laughs> Chick Fil A is not sponsored by Chick Fil A. Hashtag not a sponsor. But Good chicken. Anyway, yeah, it's great stuff. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so but you, you, they came out, they stepped on their throat. Yep. And there was no chance after that. No. So that's the big thing that, that came away from me was seeing all of that stuff. Um, the other thing that I really got out of this was, again, the young the young guys are still just showing how much it matters yep. to them. And a, a lot of these recruits, and even the ones who had been here for a while, are guys who come from very successful high school programs. Yep. I mean, Henry 1212 oh, yeah. is from, what, De La Salle High School, who lose, yeah. what, once every four years, exactly. it seems like, out there. So, But it shows that the, the mentality is still there. Also showed on defense how much they've missed Daniel Batuli. Yeah, no, yeah. And again, Batuli's the heart and soul of that defense right yeah. now. Yes, it is Chattanooga, but Batuli will get everybody to line up in the proper spot. Yes. The whole time. Mm-hmm. And also one of the things, and I want to get your thoughts on this too, because, yes, uh, JT Shrout and Maurer both played, and they played a lot. They played the whole second half. Mm -hmm. But to me, Garantano's still showing that he is the best option we still have at quarterback to me. I said said last week, Jawan Jennings is the best. Yeah, but they're they're not going to do that. Uh, Yeah, I mean, Maurer did not – was expecting to be impressed and wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's a guy that I was really excited about. And, and you know, he's, he's a true freshman. They get, you know, coming in cold, yeah. whatever. Um, but these, I mean, these are guys that Maurer and Trout both, as the season goes on, if, you know, if we're one and six, they're going to start getting, oh, yeah. yeah, they're going to get yeah. a start. I mean, maybe not a start, but at least uh, some playing time. Yeah. And I would I don't trust Maurer or Shroud right now. No, I don't I don't I, trust them. No. Garantano, and we've seen it. I mean, the way they played, especially Garantano played against Auburn last year on the road, and played, of course, at home against Kentucky. Yeah. shows how well he can play when he's on, mm-hmm. and he did play better. He made yes. some good throws. He made some great throws. Yes. That's again, you know, it is Chattanooga, air, but we we know that. But, but again, still throwing that ball, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're playing Alabama or Chattanooga. You still got to yeah. that. You still got to make that that pass. And after that, and after that first almost <laughs> interception, the first pass he threw, everything else was complete. Yep. I think he was seven for eight, three touchdowns. Yep. And and a couple of those, I mean, the scramble to Jennings to get him in the end zone, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Of course, with the touchdown to Callaway, the DB did fall down, but I think Callaway's going to come down with that one anyway. Oh, yeah, then the last touchdown pass, though, that's the only one that concerns me because, again, if you're playing against an SEC secondary, that ball is either batted down or picked off. Yeah. But it still looked better, and I think they pulled him really at the right time because yep. you – you don't want 
anything else to creep back into his head about doubt or anything like that. Yep. You pull him out when things are good. The game's already in hand. We don't have to worry about anything else. Yep. All these guys look. I thought the offensive line played really well. Finally. And again, the defense, I thought, played great. You pitch a shutout, no matter who the opponent is. Oh, yeah. That's, it's, especially when you gave up. I mean, what, 38 points at Georgia State? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. They're pitching a shutout to, to Harriman High School at that point. It's yeah. like, is is good. I, I will take it all day long. So, yeah. we're happy. It's it's good. It's good times. Yeah, it's good. Everybody celebrated. It's my favorite week of the year now. But it's Gator Week. It's Gator hate Florida God. Week. My goodness, I as Tennessee, it. Florida. I mean, it started. In the swamp. It start, Yeah, it's in the swamp. I mean, this rivalry really started 1990. I remember I was seven, but watching that game, that was probably for a long time my favorite Tennessee game. Mm-hmm. Just been because I mean, I had my favorites as a kid. I mean, you had you know Dale Carter with a 90-yard kickoff return. Yeah. We're watching the game. I've got my you know my uncle and my cousins are there with my dad and I. All UT people were sitting there watching the game, and then my my favorite play for so long mm-hmm. was they. F- they fake a reverse to Von Reeves, the tight end, yeah. and throws a perfect spiral to Carl Pickens, who was my yeah. favorite player of all time back right. then, for perfect shot for a touchdown. It was just an amazing play. We'd blown it open. And Von Reeves had that old, even like cage yep. oh, face yeah. mask at that point. Oh, can't yeah. see anything. And there was a guy in his face. He just threw it just, and yeah. prayed that Carl Pickens was there. And he was there. And Carl Pickens was always there. It was perfect. It was just such a great Dude, atmosphere. It's, I grew up loving that Florida game. I yeah. mean, I was like, I, I was, again, I was there in 04 when, when Will Hoy, you know, hit the 50 yarder. Um, even things like, I remember being um, a kid. I was, I was the kicker in high school. Shit. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> I was, did a lot of other things, but I also kicked. Um, I had goalposts in my yard. Oh yeah. Um, so I could practice. My dad built those for me, which was awesome. Um, I was in our, our field kicking, and you, the windows were open, and oh, it was dear. There, yeah, yeah. And I could hear. It was. I was like, okay, I'll miss the first couple plays. I'll get yeah. in there. Eric Berry pick six, you know, in 07. something like that. Those have no way. Whatever year was that was 08. in the swamp. Ugh, yeah. I just, and I can still hear Dad like yeah. it's still echoing. Uh, so yeah, I mean this yeah. uh, this week means so much to so many people. Yeah, the I mean the, of course breaking the first streak in t- in 1998 yes. on the way to the national title. No siree, no. the in, in, immortal John Ward, rest yeah. in peace. The call that he made there was amazing. 2001, just draining the swamp. Yeah. And and I mean, just watching that game as a freshman was just an amazing. Oh. Travis, it still bugs me that Travis Stevens did not win the Doak Walker Award for best running back. It yeah, went to should've. it went to some running back at BYU, which, which is weird. Um, oh, that's just, yeah, that's it, weird. You you had you had in 03 the James Banks Hail Mary. Yeah. I was down in the swamp for that one. That wow. was a noon kickoff yeah. too. Oh, so oh yeah, and this is a noon kickoff too. This is gonna be real interesting. Of course, the 04 game yeah and it's probably my favorite it's yeah. one of my favorite games I ever saw oh live. yeah it's an amazing game. i was there in person too that was yeah definitely one of the ones at the top and of course the duck pulled the truck oh, came from a yes, couple of years that ago was great. Uh, oregon's have you, you we're not gonna get in that did you see the video of the duck 
uh, pour, literally pouring sugar on itself. Yeah. Well, pour some sugar on me, please. God, it's my favorite. Yeah. But video. then the duck pulling the truck, and yes. then Tennessee, then the smoky mascot out there feeding the ducks and everything. It's good. It's good when things like that happen. Why are like we like happen. Oregon? Why are we? Why, yeah. why are we friends? We. Well, they've beaten the tar out of us both times they've played us oh, yeah. in those no, that, non-conference yeah. games. But yeah, it's, it's just it's that weird kid that goes to the other school that yeah. you see, and you're like, hey. But we talk about this matchup. We talk about Tennessee, Florida this week. Of course, a lot is highlighted on, of course, Tennessee coming in one and two. Yeah. And I, I've, I mentioned this. I feel just as confident or lack of confidence <laughs> with Tennessee going into the game now at one and two as it would have been if Tennessee was o, or was three and zero. Yep. If they were undefeated, going, I'd still pressure. I'm still picking Florida to beat Tennessee because that's just how it happens. Even with the same situation that Florida had, that they've got right now, where they were dominated by Kentucky while Felipe Franks was in there, yep. and then that horrible injury happened. I, I uh, don't need to see that more than once. That yeah, was yeah. dislocated. It, it's goal. just like Lawrence Taylor with Joe Theismann back in the yes. day, where it's like, okay, we're, yeah, we're, we're we, good. Don't, I don't need to see that anymore. And But that's so Florida. I literally yeah. I, I tweeted it out as it happened. I was at work, and it was just like, yeah, okay, so in, here comes a freshman that's going to kill us for three touchdowns and 275 yards next week. Yeah, well, actually, he's not a freshman. He's uh, he's a, a redshirt junior, so he's been in the system for four years. Or he's been around. Th- there. He's been around for four years. Kyle Trask, and he led he led the comeback, which was yeah. which was great. Uh, of course, the most infuriating thing for anybody who bet on the game was all that Florida guy at the end needed to do was go down. After they got yep. the first down, he ran all the way for the touchdown. The over-under was 50. I bet the under, uh, so it ended up pushing for me. I was like, thanks for that. Yeah. Of course, Kentucky missing the field goal, which, it's, again, it's so bad. That Those are one of the things. Florida doing the exact opposite of Tennessee, though, in a game you're not playing your best, they found a way to win, win which, yep. of course, they do against Kentucky all the time, yep. except last year. Yep. So, so here's my thing. Okay. Um, I think with the, the – like I said, traditionally they always have some random – you know, quarterback gets hurt. Some, it's always just something so odd like that, something we're not prepared for. Mm-hmm. I think with us coming in one and two, if we come in three and oh and we've got that hype and like say we blow out Georgia State, we blow out BYU and obviously we're, we then blow out Chattanooga. Like we're going into Florida not knowing what that feels like to, to play that bad game. Yeah. I think they come in fired up. I I think Tennessee does. I think they give them a fight. I'm still picking Florida because, again, we make backup quarterbacks look like Heisman Trophy winners. It's not the first time that this has happened. And that's, again, why Florida has won 14 out of the last 15 is because they just are so confident going into this game no matter what, and Tennessee is not. Mm-hmm. In so well, many ways, I think we're so so. In, for so many years in a row, we've gone into this game two and one, three and zero, oh, yeah. whatever. We're going into this game now with not only a chip on our shoulder because it's Florida, but we've got nothing to lose. Yeah. I mean, we we've got the world to gain. Yeah, so you go in there and you can beat Florida. I mean, you're taught, you're fighting for a bowl. Yeah, not you're. I mean, you're fighting for a good bowl. Yep. You, you you get the confidence for the rest of the season because, yes. again, we, we can just take the Georgia and Alabama games and throw them out the window. But the rest of the schedule is still open to them yep. when it comes to a lot of that. Mississippi, Mississippi State, State, they yep. just lost to, to Kansas State. Handily. Uh, yeah, handily. Uh, so you have all of that going on. 
and then again, the rest of the back end of the SEC is is open to them: South Carolina, Kentucky, Missouri, Vanderbilt. Yeah. It's all right there in front of them. This game, again, when you break it all down, the lines are just going to have to play great. The yep. offensive line, whichever five that you feel the most confident, just keep those five in for crying out loud. Yeah. The the mix and match is done at yeah. this point. You, you gotta you gotta have a starter. At this You've point. gotta have a starter. The defensive line has got to be good. Yeah, Batuli's got to play. The secondary's got to be on point. Especially the offensive line, though, because that yeah. Florida defensive line is very good. We've got to be able to run the ball. Yeah. We've got – I don't care if it's Chandler. I don't care if it's Gray. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. So, you've just got to – if you can get that ground game go, that's – I mean, that's the key to Florida yep. every year. It's when, been when that way. you get it moving, mm-hmm. you've got a shot. And Did you see – Lane Kiffin's tweet. He said he he feels confident in it, and it's like twenty four, twenty three vols. I mean, that would be great. That he's would be my favorite person. He's he, not. God, he's such a troll. Oh my goodness. I mean, I would take that. And again, the good thing I have confidence in though too is Jeremy Pruitt is not scared. He's no. not going to. And we're going to talk about this in a sec. He's not going to pull out the damn analytics chart. Nope. Like Butch Jones did, what was that? I think that was the 2015 game where Dobbs led us in receiving, uh, passing, and, and rushing. rushing. Yep. And we just somehow gagged that game away for just electing to not go for two and all that other stuff. We lose by that was that, that was one of those infuriating games where it's like, are you kidding me? We talked about for years the chart. Oh yeah, the chart. Speaking of the chart, as we move on to some of these other games and everything else that happened last week, my goodness, Pat Narduzzi. At Pitt, yeah, and that's why I titled the this my my edition of Modern Day Gladiators. Coaches can't do math. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, or for some reason listen to this podcast but don't listen to my other one, but hey, like, subscribe, share, five star reviews, we'll take them. Yeah. However you it's want, all MDG, yeah, MDG, take it all. But Pitt is down seven; they're down seventeen to ten on the road at Penn State, their cross state rival. They're at the one-yard line, fourth and one. They've tried a couple of times to get it in. They haven't been able to do it. Right. He elects to kick a field goal. Fourth, <sighs> and it's like five minutes left in the game. They miss. Which is, that's, it just, you deserve it. Which doinks right off it. And you, you deserve it. I'm not putting that even on the kicker. I'm no, putting that on the coach. You deserve it. At that point. Because if you miss, and by the way, uh, it's shown since... Uh, the start of the 2018 season, mm-hmm. teams that go for it on fourth and one uh, from their from the one yard line like that score a touchdown 70 percent of the time. Yeah, so so the odds are in your favor to do it. But then if you don't make it, Penn State's going to play conservatively coming out of there, right? Which gives you an opportunity to get the ball probably in pretty good field goal position, right? Or exactly. or or in good field position. But even kicking the field goal, you're still down by a touchdown. You still need a touchdown to win the game. Exactly, yeah. And he came out after that on his press conference. He's like, you know, how dare all these armchair quarterbacks question. It's like, no, we know how to count. Right, yeah. We can do math here. Yeah, I mean, you kick, you kick that field goal, and then in theory, it's like, oh, if we get back down there. A touchdown If we wins, get back down there. Yeah. You couldn't score from the one. Yeah. How do you expect to You know what I mean? That's, yeah. Ugh. Even as, even as awful as Tennessee's short yardage situations have been, yes. I'm still telling them to go for it on fourth and one at the right. goal line like that. What's I mean, I'm I'm the guy that like when we played BYU, I was like, yep. you in that overtime, you should have went for two. Just, yep. you got it. You just got to feel. And I yep. get a lot of that. You can't coach. Yeah. You know, you can't be paid millions of dollars to coach on feelings. Right. But whatever. 
that the guy at Pitt, man, he's yeah. just a moron. That was I that mean, was ridiculous. And 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 this is something I talked about a little bit. But I mentioned you're a poker player. Yeah, I play poker. One of the things you always talk about with talking about like a tell. Yeah. Or something like that. Poker is about making the right decision, but then taking all the information that you have and then using it to make that decision. I look at that chart or analytics is not your sole thing. You know, with poker, you look at their betting patterns. And yes, if they've got like if their hand twitches the right way or an eyebrow, that's just more information you have to make the right decision. Exactly. To me, the chart is just a tool to help you. It's not the be all end all. Yeah. Because I love it. You know, I love the idea of analytics and using math and using theory and all these different things in practice, but I don't like it just as the be all end all of okay. every decision that you make. No, probably just, I mean, just to use the poker uh, analogy again, man. Like, if you play, if you play Texas Hold'em, like we both do, yeah. If you are playing on what they refer to as pot odds, yeah. You're gonna go home broke. You might win a little bit, but you're not. I mean, when it comes down to a feeling yeah. at some point, mm-hmm. and yeah, obviously you play. You use those pot odds to say, okay, well, I've got blank and blank. There's yep. blank on the board, so you know I can. You know, I'm not gonna bet. I'm gonna bet X amount, but you know that's all math. Yeah, it's the same thing with the chart. It is all math, but when it comes down to it, you've got to be able to say, okay, the these pot odds sort of make sense. I'm all in. Yeah. And you, I don't know. You got to go for two. You got to go for the touchdown. Mm-hmm. You, and that's what makes a great coach. Yep. Is being able to make that decision. And when you when you make it, great. When Be, you lose, yep. you lose. It's part of it. But yeah, just relying and just holding that as your excuse drives me insane. It's just, yes, exactly. It's the chart. Well, the chart said, yeah, Butch Jones. Yeah. It's it, just Butch decision. Jones. Jim Harbaugh did that last week against Army when they had some other questionable fourth down were deciding to go for it or kicking a field goal or punting. And it's like, it's Army. They're going to run that clock like nobody's yeah. business. But then this doesn't even have anything to do with a chart. This was Michigan State having 12 men on the field to kick their field goal. And yes, it would have tied, and my goodness, but someone... It, 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 we both need to just get hired as a common sense coach at yes. this point. Or someone just to stand there and be like, there's 12 men on the field, call timeout, stop it. <laughs> say, somebody, say. somebody do that. Or, well, no, you no have don't kick the, the field, field goal. You have people on the field that do that. Yeah. On every college staff. I didn't know this until I was a, I was a man when I figured yeah. this out. You have people that just count how many players are on the field, and they still mess it up. I know. I know. You see it like for punt units and stuff. They have like the the. It's almost like a twister mat out there where they play it, and they have you know ten guys stand there, and then the punter, and then they all go out there. Yep. Which again, I don't know how you do that. And yes, I know that the Pac-12 screwed up the re-kick because they said you know they should have called leaping, and then they didn't. Yeah. Which is yes, Whatever. and I will complain about that. But you shouldn't have twelve men on the field. <laughs> when you're kicking the field goal in the first place. It's like how many times, dude, you practice that hunt. Yep. In these big schools like Michigan State, you have a whole d- dedicated team just mm-hmm. to, you have 11 new guys coming on the yep. field to kick a field goal. That's yep. it. And that's all you do all day long. Uh, man, there's there's no excuse. Yep. There's it's, literally, I mean, I get they're teenagers, they're young, they're, you know, I say that like I'm not 24. Well, right. I'm, I'm older than them now, but... <laughs> Yeah, man, get it right. Yeah, they're you know, we'll talk about the pay to pay to play stuff yeah. later. Oh, but yeah. like I mean, you're at least getting something. Yep. Know when to be on the field. Mm-hmm. Come on, you know, <sighs> drives you nuts. A couple of other things, just as we talk about here this week. Hats off to 
Kansas State and Kansas, Les Miles winning the first Power Five road game for Kansas in 11 years. Yeah, they hadn't won one of those in 48 games. Kansas State winning on the road. It's the first time in 24 seasons that both Kansas and Kansas State won non-conference road games in the same week. That's insane. That that's, that's 24. That's incredible. It's your age. Yeah, since I've been alive, this is the first time that's that's nuts. <laughs> but I mean, you, it takes you. You need a less miles at key. Oh yeah, to make crazy. That dude eats crap. And Kansas, like, you need crazy things. They to beat the crap out of Boston College, who beat Pitt, or beat Virginia Tech to open the season. And Kansas lost to Coastal Carolina last week. Right. So you gotta love less miles. So college football is better with less miles in uh, it. I wanted him. Yeah, I wanted him in orange. Yeah. Uh, you've got, of course, Maryland stubbing their toe and losing to Temple. Beat the crap out of Howard. Beat the crap out of Syracuse. And everybody's like, oh, oh they're Maryland one offense, yeah. yeah, and then they lose at Temple. What is happening? What is what, college what, football? It's just not right. It's right. why it's, it's, it's you can't count your chickens has until they been, hatch. Has it ever been, though? And then you've got, like, the way Iowa State lost that game against Iowa. <sighs> with the gunner running into the return guy and the ball bouncing off of him. Yeah. That, the game shouldn't end like that. It no. doesn't it, – it, it's, it's, bro- it's Big Brother. That's the longest – that's probably the longest college football game ever. I mean, they had like four yeah. hours in weather delays, yeah. which is just it's not just hard. healthy. It's hard to play through. Yeah. Of course, Virginia beating Florida State, but they so many times just almost gave that yeah. game oh, yeah. away. Oh, yeah. Which well, is amazing. I, I watched that whole game, and Florida State was. I was like, oh, okay, you got it back on track. Yeah, can't find a way to win. Nope, they got Tennessee disease. Yep. Of course, there's a young Florida State fan. He's a four year old now. He's a four year old son of a Florida State booster, but he's got a lemonade stand out there trying to raise money to buy out <laughs> Willie Taggart. It, he's got seventeen million dollars to go. He's got a ways to go Man, with doing that. Keep selling that lemonade, but, buddy. A couple of hats off too. Of course, we we. This was very prevalent at the UT game where you had, um, you've got all the 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 band and a lot of the people yeah, they were the wearing U- the U- shirt, UT, yeah. which I thought was just amazing. The fact that they've given that kid a scholarship, scholarship. as long as he is academically eligible, awesome. which, which which is great. Incredible. Um, oh, one of the one of the wrestlers at Raw was was wearing it. It was uh, really oh, who's the guy who played at Florida? Uh, uh, Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil. He came and worked out in the UT facility. Yeah, so he was like, I need a good workout. Where do I go? And they were like, and and yeah. our mayor. Glenn, Glenn Jacobs, Jacobs, yes, the Demon Kane <laughs> was like, "I got you, I got you." But he was wearing one of the shirts, which I, you know, is interesting for a Florida guy to do. But yeah. hey, it's it's still it's a, a good, good thing. Cost. Yeah, it's a good cost. of course, it Raw Kane won the twenty four seven title in Neyland Stadium. <laughs> that's the story. That's the first the title vo- that's been won at Neyland Stadium in a long time. The Vols won twice. <laughs> we beat the sh- beat the hell out of Chattanooga. Kane, yeah. 24-7. He lost it immediately. I don't care. It's a 24-7 title. That's what Dude, happens. Our truth always gets our it back. Our truth is so great. Uh, God, he's so that's, funny. That's, that's, the title was made for our truth. Oh, yeah. Mr. President, it's like, yeah, yeah. he is. <laughs> but that was it was a great atmosphere. They talked about the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame on Raw, too, cool. which was just, cool. that was great. I mean, of course, when you, if Raw's coming here and... Glenn Jacobs is the mayor. You're going to have to do stuff like that. Exactly, because, I mean, like, Glenn Jacobs is not just some run-of-the-mill, like, just no. some random... He's rat. a WWE I Hall mean, of Famer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Or he it's, will it's, be, it's yeah. It's Kane. I mean, he's a, yeah. he's a heavyweight champ. Yeah, no, he... He's the friggin' mayor, yep. dude. Yeah, no, win that title in Neyland. Come Absolutely. 
Um, also, a hats off to the Georgia fans. Uh, you know, yeah, to Terry for... and Chase, of course, recognize them. The Georgia fans paying tribute to Arkansas State head coach uh, Blake Anderson. His wife passed away back in August yeah. of breast cancer. I mean, they were married, I think, 27 years, something like that. Yeah. And to lose, and then they, a lot of the crowd wearing pink and yeah. doing, and they did didn't a, have did to do pink. that. No, that no, was just no. great for them to do that. Well, it's one of those things where if you're Georgia, um, I mean, yeah, you you get something like that together, but mm-hmm. it's just like the Checker Newland stuff. If where social media has expanded yeah. so much, it, it's I'm not gonna say it's easy to get the word out like that. But Arkansas State's not gonna play in front of another crowd, yeah, like like with what was no. in Georgia. So Mm-mm. that's it, it's. I hate them. I hope they never win another football game, but, but hats off to them. That was the right thing to do. It was great. Before we start talking about, of course, all the games, because we got a lot of big week four games coming up, and we'll yeah, break man. all those down here in a moment. Let's just talk real quick because, I, you know, I've talked about it a lot on my part of Modern Day Gladiators, but I wanted to get someone because mm-hmm. who's played college athletics and everything. The California Fair Pay uh, for Play Act has now passed the Senate. It's passed both houses of the California legislature. It's on Governor uh, Gavin Newsom's desk. Yep. And again, for those of you who don't know, it's going to give these guys the ability to possibly make money off their <coughs> likeness, which yep. I've talked for a long time of, yes, you don't pay them directly. Nope. Even though, yeah, is it happening under the table? Shut up. Yes, it is. Of uh, but now... You know, you've got a, the gymnast, the the uh, the gymnast from UCLA. All those big YouTube videos. If those were hers, and she could monetize it. Right. She could make so much money off that. Yeah. Or it, it, someone said, like a swimmer at Stanford, who's a, a Pac-12 champion, can advertise. Hey, learn to swim from a Pac-12 champion while he's still in school. Right. I, I love this idea. I've been arguing that for a long time. Where you've got a game-worn jersey that you want to autograph <laughs> and give to somebody. So that that's where I draw the line. Okay, I think that your likeness—if you want to get paid off of your likeness—I think um, we, we, there, there's a couple things I run into there when you when it comes to things like video games and things like that. Mm-hmm. The problem there is that Alabama has that money, Tennessee has that yeah. money, Georgia has that money, UCLA, all these huge right. massive. There's a how many D1 schools are there? 130. 135? FCS, or yeah, football bowl subdivision. So FBS, I think it's 130, I think, right, right now. So, yeah, so 130. Yeah. Georgia State does not have the money right. to pay. I think if you do something like that and, and they're going to get paid off things like video games, yeah. it has to be a flat rate. Yeah. But, it has to yeah. be fair and it has to be affordable. But, see, that's why what it does is it comes from outside. That's why, like, making money off your own likeness. If you have a YouTube page... That then that's, that's, that's your money. That's that's them. It has nothing to do with the university. Exactly. So that's why I draw the line yeah. with the jersey. Yeah. The, you didn't pay for that jersey. That is true. You that is not true. Pay, you didn't pay for the helmet. You didn't pay for those cleats. Yeah. You do not get to take that orange and white. I'm yeah. saying Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You do not get to take that jersey. I can see that. Now, yeah. on the flip side. Now, you could maybe split it. There could be some profit sharing there. You could do something like that. Well, Tebow, I don't even want to get into Tebow's thoughts on oh, that. Oh, yeah. Because does he make a great point in yeah. a perfect world? Sure. Yeah. We're not going to get into politics. There's a lot of political stances that make sense in a perfect world. Yeah. It's just not the Des Bryant has the best response to Tebow, if you've not seen that. He puts his mother's birth certificate on there. His mother was 14. Yeah. 
So when he's when they're selling his jersey when he's nineteen, his mother, you know what I mean? Yeah, like just come from poverty. Yeah, when you come from a background like Tebow or Peyton Manning, right. or it's not even a it's not even a race thing. I'm just using them as an example. No, well, no, you've no, got no. a great family of who can provide for you while you're in college. Lamar Jackson, yeah, from a great yeah, yeah. great upbringing. But if you don't have that background, you know that's a couple of extra bucks you could make off going to, to a going to a car dealership and signing autographs for yeah. an hour and getting paid 150 bucks for it or yeah. something like that. that. Yeah, you should be able to write your name and get paid. Yeah. I, I 100% yeah. believe that. And I wish the NCAA. I want. Well, we've talked about this both on DLC on the DLC yeah. video games. Bring back NCAA football. Yes. Cut these guys a check. Yeah. And everybody should just get an equal. You I know, you sharing each, of it. You give each university an individual check. Yep. And each player gets the same portion of yeah, that. Yeah. Exactly. Because in an NCAA game, there is no. You give the cover athlete. Yep. But I don't well, know. Usually the cover athletes was someone from the the, year the previous right. year. So yeah, so that's fine. Yeah. So like there no one player is He's getting graduated. more likeness yeah. than the other. Yeah. So that that I'm okay with. But again, I don't think as a player, I don't I would never feel like I have the right to sell my memorabilia. With that being said, if the university is going to sell yeah. my game used jersey with my mm-hmm. name on it, yeah. pay me. Yep. Pay me, because trust me, I've seen, I've you know, I've, I've been to plenty of UT games. I've seen kids wear the jersey, you know, hundred yep. percent game use. You can oh, tell yeah. got the patches. I want Peyton Manning's more than I want Rick Clausen's. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I promise you, Peyton's got you know sold it sold for more. Yep. So that I understand. That's mm-hmm. fine. But no, I do not think I should. Like years ago, when those Ohio State players were selling their their rings and stuff, yeah, no, you didn't pay for that. Yeah. You did not pay. You, but use your likeness, sure. But if it's something given to you by the university, yeah. nope. Because you know, like especially like Tennessee, say the rowing team, say a couple of the girls on the rowing team have like some really cool, you know, Instagram page. I want to follow that. Yeah, I want to you know see that and and be able to monetize it that way. Yep. And, you know, if they've got a, a you know. I, I don't know. Um, the, the, the fact that they can't monetize YouTube is insane. It's yeah. Just, oh, with yeah. the way the world, man, there's there's twelve year olds that are that have monetized YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, so like, the fact that you're telling me these, like twenty. Now here's my other thing with that. I think that, um, in the NFL just passed this where you the um, your agents have to have yep. a bachelor's degree. Yeah. I, they that's got kind of, that's kind of yeah. messed up. That was for the NBA. They got rid NBA. of that. Okay. They did get rid of that because yeah. of LeBron James and them talking about it. Because his agent Rich does Paul it, didn't does, have doesn't a, have a bachelor's yeah. right, and has been great to LeBron. Yeah. and has been forever. I think that the agents. I think the NCAA needs to have their own um, division. Oh yeah, that handles that. Right. You do not need these eighteen-year-old kids. No, 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 no. Signing up. With no. A, you know, no. Yeah. No, they're, they're, no, it's bad. But see, that to me is what I wish the NCAA would do. Instead of just threatening this immediately to get challenged in court, which they will, yeah. is that they're not adept. But see, you see other states starting to do things like that. New York is going after an equal pay. thing in their legislature south carolina is doing something that has been tossed around a couple of times like a trust where the money you make you don't get immediately it sits in a trust until you graduate which see you can tie it to graduation that that makes but these are at least ideas that people had that the ncaa for 
decades has just refused to do because they have some grand idea of amateurism, even though they're making how much money off the NCAA tournament it's, it's, no, it's, and all it's, this other stuff. It's modern day slavery. Is it, yeah, and that's and I, that's not definitely not a, a term right. that I've coined. South Park did an episode on it. Oh god, yeah. I mean, yeah. So it's that's what it is. I mean, you're literally you're using these athletes. To make an un, I mean, right. Blue and yes, they are going to school for free. But see, my my quote for that is always, "I was a broadcasting major, right? So if I had like you know, we have now like a successful podcast with advertisers with just a broadcasting degree, but I'm getting a full scholarship to do that. Yep. I can still do this and make money off of it oh, yeah. while doing that. You can't even have a job." No, when you have an athletic scholarship with yeah, things like my, this. My good, good friend of mine is one of the lead graphic designers at UT for yeah. the, for basketball. I mean, if I don't, what exactly he does? Yeah, I know he makes he makes designs. I promise you, that dude was making designs on the side, and this yep. is somebody that works in the athletic has it was yep. on scholarship in the athletic department. Just because he wouldn't lace it up putting cleats on, he was able to do side work. Yeah. He was able to do side work for other schools, other universities, yeah. as long as they weren't in. Again, I would hate to, I don't, he doesn't, he yeah. may listen, but whatever. I'm not stepping, I'm not saying his name or anything, but I don't want to step on his toes. Right. But I'm pretty sure as long as I wasn't in the SEC, they didn't care. No. So, like, why does it it's, – it's let them monetize. Let them monetize. Yeah. Let them do it. The, the quote that I always have, and it, it's from – I know Michael Wilbon said it uh, on PTI, one of my all-time favorite shows. Right. Um, and some of the other guys, I'm sure I'm, – I'm misquoting some of them. But to paraphrase, they say the NCAA is like the cop who can't pull over the guy going 100 miles an hour. Yeah. But they're going to pull in a 55, but they're going to pull the guy over going 56 in a 55 because yeah. they can catch they him. Can, exactly. So, but that's a good topic. I just wanted to broach that because again, no, it's yeah, going to be coming something we're definitely going to be talking about that's, for a it's long the future, time. Here. It's the future of yeah. sports. So, but let's break down here as we wrap up another glorious edition of Modern Day Gladiators. We finally got a big week of football where there's a lot of big games Hell coming yeah. up, and I am looking so forward to this. Of course, it even starts big on Friday. Utah, if they're wanting to carry that banner and be the the Pac-12, the Pac-12. They're going to have to beat USC in the Coliseum, yep. which they have not been able to do for the most part. Yep. And if they do that, I think they've got that banner. Yeah. Them and Oregon are, yep. are each hoisting that banner. Right. right. And I've got, I've got them winning that game, oh, yeah. just with everything that's been going on at USC at this point. I mean, they lost to BYU. <laughs> Which was great. Uh, hey, it's it's like a we're we're like good luck Chuck at this point. You lose, you're gonna win your next game after right. you beat well, us. I said I said that last week it was like yeah. we don't know how bad those losses are until later in the yeah. season. Well, Georgia State they beat Furman I think the week after they beat us. Right. Now they lost like by forty points to Western Michigan last week, but at least the week before they won. And then BYU goes out. And now beats USC, USC yeah. in overtime. They're the kings of overtime at this point. So BYU goes and wins their conference, and that's not a They can't. They're an independent. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Mormons. But it, yeah, pretty much. But then uh, also another really good one on Friday. Too bad these games are on at the same time. Uh, Boise State hosting Air Force. Air oh, Force, who just beat Colorado in overtime. Saw that. And now Boise State, again, if Boise State wants to run toe-to-toe with Central Florida in being one of those – teams from the group of five to make it into a New Year's Six Bowl game. They're going to have to beat Air Force. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. And hats off to UCF for just beating the tar out of Stanford. Loved that game. And, yeah, Stanford, I watched that whole game. Stanford didn't have their whole team, but 
UCF with a national spotlight on him yep, was able finally. to shine against a big boy school. Yep. And now again, I, yeah, they're going to have to start doing, cause I know Florida offered him like a three for one deal yeah. with like, which again is kind of shitty, but I always go with the moniker of like what Bobby Bowden had to do back in the day, building Florida state's program, except yep. some of those three for ones. Yep. And eventually and you're going to beat them out there and then they got to come to your place. Right. Oh yeah. So yeah, let's beat you out there yeah. one time. Oh yeah. So of course, then you go chronologically or just by time, Tennessee at Florida. I've still got I've got Florida winning this game. The line's fourteen. I just again I have just historically zero faith in Tennessee getting this done. Do I think they're going to come out guns blazing? Yes, I don't think they're going to play timid. No, at all. I don't think that's in Pruitt's DNA to no. do that. But again, the way Florida is in this series i i just until tennessee beats florida two years in a row i'm probably not gonna pick tennessee to beat florida ever again so as weird as it sounds i've never been more confident in a tennessee team than i am going in like (laughs) like i said earlier right we every every year we're going in three now we're going in two and one and our one loss is to oklahoma you know whatever we go in there overconfident what what have you we're going into Florida, one and two, healthy, healthy, since when, but healthy enough with a chip on our shoulder and nothing to lose. I've got Tennessee by a field goal. All right. Four, 14, not 14, 11, 17, <laughs> uh, 14. I've got, a, I've got a 24-20 Florida in this one. So we'll see how it goes by the end of it. But I think it's going to be a better game than a lot of people are thinking. I mean, again, yes. the line's 14. No. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Take, no, take Tennessee. Yep. Take, I mean, if you if you want to be like me and double down and take take them all the way, fine. I, just don't, I mean, if we're right. either going to get beat by 40, I and mean, we're not going to get beat by 14. Yeah. Agreed. We're going to win or lose by 40. Yep. So Agreed. Uh, big top 15 matchup. Michigan traveling to Madtown. To play Wisconsin, which, again, this is the big prove-it game to start with for Jim Harbaugh. Because, yes, the Ohio State, especially the Ohio State game at the end of the year, is the big, big one. But if he wants Michigan to be what I predicted at the beginning of the season for them to be, they got to win at Wisconsin. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Uh, You know how I feel about Harbaugh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's, What's the line there? Wisconsin, three and a half take him yeah, and i would take what i'm taking wisconsin at this point yeah. harbaugh has done nothing to prove it nope. at this point so the yeah they're gonna have to do that a really good one it's a noon kick old miss is hosting cal oh that's fun who's undefeated justin wilcox who's made cal into a defensive powerhouse they have a little bit more offense than michigan state does not much right I think this is just, again, the fact that it's a noon kick with a West Coast team and it's in the SEC. Ole Miss is two and a half, but I'd almost want to take Cal in that one. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't think that guy at Ole Miss, he's not it, man. Yeah. I can never remember. Luke Falk. Luke Falk. He's, yeah. he, he ain't it, man. He, I get it. It's just like, I feel like he, it's just like I was bringing Fulmer back. It yeah. ain't it. It's, it feels nice, but no. Yeah, yeah, take Cal. You've got Auburn, Texas A&M. And again, oh, this is one go. where if Auburn 
wants to be in that same conversation that is with LSU and Georgia and Alabama up in the top tier. Yep. And it, they are in the top ten. They're eighth ranked right now in the you, country. You, you beat the hell out of A&M this week? Yeah, and A&M 17th still in the country. The line is A&M three and a half. That's crazy. I just feel like Auburn has a shot because they have come out of this healthy. You know, they came out of Oregon healthy. They won a good game there. And again, they haven't looked great in these other two matchups, but they haven't had to be. They've just won them. Yeah. And now you're going to Kyle Field. I, again, I want to pick Auburn in this one. Listen, if you listen, if you're listening at home, listen to me. I want you to go to the bank. I want you to empty out everything you have. <laughs> go to go to the bank. Get a loan. Put it all on Auburn. Put it. No, Auburn's going to kick. Yeah, three and a half points. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. They're going to kill a Bet the money. Bet it all. All right. Doubling down. This is another. This is interesting because again, it's a couple of teams we've talked about. Pittsburgh. They're hosting Central Florida, so Central Florida now going up to Pittsburgh. Right. Again, they're playing technically a big boy. Right, of course, yeah. Pittsburgh's one and two. They did their win is against Virginia Tech. Right. So they pro- should have at least probably gone into overtime against Penn State because Pat Narduzzi's a schmuck. UCF <laughs> yeah, minus twelve and a half. UCF has looked really, really good. Yeah. I probably wouldn't touch this line just because I don't – they could blow them out, but Pitt What's knows how to play defense. It's 12 and a half nope. in favor of UCF. I'm taking UCF to win, but I'm not taking not the points. Not 12 and a half. No. Nope. Yeah, I don't touch that yeah. game. Yeah, leave, leave that yep. one alone. Keep betting on Auburn. Another big Whatever one. money you're going to bet on UCF, bet it on Auburn. It is true. You've got um, BYU hosting Washington. It's another Pac-12 team. That BYU is hosting. Washington is minus six and a half. I'm probably going to go with Washington in this one. I'm not going to take the points there, but even though I think Washington had their stub their toe playing Cal a couple of weeks ago and losing that one, but I do have Washington getting the win in this one. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Oregon-Stanford, that was going to be a much better matchup until what happened with Stanford. I've got Oregon minus ten. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I, if I touch that game. That's a bigger line. Yeah. But, yeah, nah, I'd take a Oregon. This game could be really interesting. Uh, it's Texas hosting Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State has looked Five. really good. That's a lot of scoring. And Mike Gundy knows how to beat Texas. Yeah, he does. It is in Texas, and the line, it's six for Texas, which, again, is just one of those where it's like, I just don't know which way to really go because Texas yeah. played LSU great. Yeah. Their secondary was very questionable. They looked a lot better, of course, beating up whoever they beat up last week. Yeah. So I'm I, I'm wanna I'm gonna pick Texas yep. to win, but I'm not even touching the line in that yeah. one again. Te- Texas ain't back. I don't care what yeah. what the boys keep yelling. They yeah. ain't back, but they'll, but they're yeah. not not back either. No, I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. No, no, I don't I don't bet that game. But yep. Yeah, I think Texas to win. Yeah, and then of course the big main event uh, this week and game day is going to be down there. It's Georgia. <sighs> Hosting Notre Dame. Yes. Georgia, of course, won, what, two years ago on yep. the field goal, uh, which was, again, a great game. Georgia fans just taking over stadiums. They were at Wrigley Field, like, the night before the game, barking and everything, which I thought was really cool at a Cubs game. And then you've got them now hosting Notre Dame. Georgia can run the ball very, very well. Yeah. I mean, they've got NFL players in the backfield. They've got NFL players on their offensive line. Notre Dame right now cannot stop the run. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with – I mean, everything's telling me Georgia. Yeah, and right. I'm still going to do that because Notre Dame has not proven that they can beat an SEC school either even at their, at their place – 
or on the road or in a neutral site. Yep. Because the last two times they played an SEC team, either in the championship game or the college football playoff, mm-hmm. the SEC, Alabama it whooped them. And oh, Clemson even. It, I say SEC school is Clemson yep. last year. Clemson beat the tar out of them. Yep. So, so here's my thing. Uh, I know I said it a couple of weeks ago that, like, I had, like, in, in high school, I had sworn my allegiance to, to David Cutcliffe. I had said, wherever yep. he goes, that's where I want to be as far as playing college ball goes. Before David Cutcliffe, I had sworn my allegiance to Notre Dame. It was, it, it's still, they held, they held a special place in my heart. Yep. I have a normal 24 year old guy's apartment, not a lot of decoration. There are two things hanging on my wall. One is an autographed Rudy movie poster. <laughs> The other is an autographed Rudy jersey. Rudy was off sides. Fight me, show, show. <laughs> we, can do this. we can do this some other time. But regardless, I got Notre Dame by field goal. Okay, I'm yeah. taking uh, the line's 14 and a half. I'm taking Georgia in the points. Nope, fighting Irish, yep. buddy. All right. They were my, fir- my first favorite school. Brady Quinn days. Oh, oh, Brady oh Quinn. yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, those. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this week. It should be a great week. I can't wait to talk yes. about all the awesomeness that happened in college football next, next week, week on yep. the show. Of course, check us out everywhere, outlandermedia.net. <clears throat> of course, you can check out all the other great shows. Of course, Modern Day Gladiators. You've got uh, Haffel. You've got what the new show Geeks Inherited the Earth, yep, which is another great show we've got here on the network, Night. Uh, Night Demons or Night, Night Terrors. Night Demons is Night coming. Demons. Yep. Uh, that's coming. You've got, scared of course, stupid. Scared Stupid, uh, DLC Respawn, Deadbeat Radio. Oh, yeah. I mean, all these great, Everything great podcasts. It, yeah. We're taking over the podcasting world, yep. which is amazing. And, of course, we got to thank JoeShirt.com. Uh, Check them out for all the great shirt ideas that you have. Check them out, JoeShirt.com. Uh, otherworldly coffee otherworldlycoffee.com just yeah. amazing crazy coffees if that you use got. the word outlander in the promo code you get 20% off not not 15 20% off oh, those like, are we're giving you giving you the big boy that is a huge deal there uh, i mean all the other great stuff the black cat oddities and or curiosities and oddities there in oneida tennessee and of course their haunted house that they've got that's coming up. The outbreak on Maine. The outbreak yeah, super, on Maine. That's coming up next month. Super excited about it. Oh my goodness. Of course, the first Friday every month, locally sourced comedy. Uh, this is happening in October third. It's gonna be at the Central Depot at nine PM. Trey's favorite guy, Patrick Pope, is your headliner. <sighs> oh. Talked about him plenty on Haffle. Uh, yeah. He was a guest at my wedding. Behaved himself yeah, yeah. perfectly I fine bet, as a gentleman. I, I bet he did. <laughs> at my wedding. I bet he did. But no, Patrick Pope's going to be your headliner there. We'll check out everybody else that's coming as well. Of course, uh, just a lot of great, great stuff happening in and around uh, Knoxville. Uh, KFW, they're presenting Black Harvest in Sevierville, Tennessee. That's on September 20th. So if you're not watching college football, Check them out there at Black Harvest. New Jack will be there. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, going to be insane. insane. <laughs> that's just going to be insane in itself. Uh, of course, uh, the, it's a noon kickoff for the Tennessee game. So after that game, head on into Sevierville and check out the Black Harvest. So yeah, that'll man. work out perfectly. Oh, yeah. We've got a uh, uh, Onada Zombie Fest, which is brought to you by the same people that bring you the Outbreak on Maine. Yep. Same guy, Black Cat Curiosities and Audits. They do great things in Onada. Oh, Onada, it's spooky. It's yep. a little spooky out there. 
uh, brand new on the the calendar here. We've got Fanboy Expo 2.0. 2.0. Spooky Spooky Fanboys, from what I hear. Uh, October 18th through the 20th at the Knoxville Convention Center. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely be there. And Marble City Comic Con happening November 16th and 17th. That's in the Sevierville Convention Center. So, of course, we'll talk all about that on all the great podcasts Oh yeah, here on Outlander. And, of course, again, outlandermedia.net. That's where all the great podcasts are. Check us out there. And, of course, wherever you listen, like, subscribe, share, all that great stuff. Five-star reviews, wherever. That gets the word out to everybody as we are taking over the podcast world. Yep. And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter, Michael underscore Shibley. And oh, yeah, my Twitter is at TreyPack, T-R-E-P-A-C-K. Super oh, yeah. easy. And, of course, CanBear.Sexy. CanBear.Sexy. We listen to half of Episode 56. <laughs> That's all we'll say about that. We'll all tell right. you all about yeah, we it. Can't, we can't do this. This is a family show. Let's get out of here and get ready to watch some great college football this weekend. Hell yeah. All right, Trey. You have a good one. Yeah. All right. For everybody listening, too sweet. Love you. Yeah, See you next time.